0: Yeah, let's just do it. Um, Also, I'm in a California...
1: (laughs) You're just going to have to talk. (laughs) Uh,
0: This isn't even bad. This is very mild. It's just...
1: It seems appropriate. So, uh... We should probably do our ads... This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you.
0: Are you recording? Uh,
1: by What? Huh?
0: You're you recording? Yeah. So we started.
1: We started.
0: This is it? This is the episode?
1: This is the episode, Maureen. Well, Ted, you better
0: tell them about the Patreon.
1: Oh, well, I was. Okay, go ahead. This episode is brought to you by you, by supporting at patreon.com slash says who. Your support for a dollar, for five, for ten, for a billion is appreciated. Nobody's supported at a billion dollars. Yet. Yet. Patreon.com slash says who. It is also brought to you by Pod X. Pod X. Pod-, pod X, the podcast conference coming May 31st through June 2nd in Nashville, Tennessee. We will be there. We will be doing Says Who Live as well as being on other panels and things and bringing joy and wonderment you can get your tickets at podex.com slash says who that url right there will get you 10% off
0: 10% and, I, and a drill
1: and a drill oh. Oh. I'm skipping the intro this week Maureen what? <laughs> Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. Wait, can we can we just try that one again? Because I, I got confused. Sure. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a coping strategy. I'm Maureen Johnson. And I am Dan Sinker. And Maureen... I brought a drill. You are in a construction site.
0: Dan... It is.
1: Yeah, it's
0: uh back in New York, and there's uh, some drilling. You're going to be hearing some drilling on my
1: end. It, we are we are Set. hearing drilling on your end mm,
0: just that's gonna be a, a feature it's a feature not a bug I just enjoy
1: features not bugs are that's the story of the day we are recording on Thursday at two o'clock p.m eastern time normally our episode would have been out by now but we had uh you have been traveling around it's my fault It's not your fault.
0: Oh, it is my fault.
1: Well, it's sort of your fault. We were going to have to come out late, and then we realized, wait a second, why would we try to shoehorn in an episode when the Mueller report is finally going to be released on Thursday morning?
0: It was worth waiting a day. And the delay is also because I was in California for a full week.
1: Ah, I'm so jealous.
0: Yeah, I, I very rarely get to go somewhere and just stay there the whole week, and I was there for a week, so I have gone. I'm. I feel like I've really absorbed California into my bloodstream.
1: Well, a lot of like uh, mercury and stuff. You mean?
0: Hey, Dan, do you ever just sit and look at the ocean sometimes? Oh, no. And oh no, just really let it kind of. Oh, no. It comes to you. It retreats. Oh, it comes to you, and you retreats, and you realize that you. You don't know, have to hold on to something; you just let it go, and it it will come back to you.
1: Are you done yet?
0: Yeah, I'm done. I'm totally done. Fine. I want to I want to cordially invite you. I want to pass you the speaking stick. Oh God, oh no!
1: <laughs> Gross. It's done, Maureen. It's done. Yeah. Two years. Almost two years of waiting. The Mueller report is out. We got it this morning. We got it this morning. We I, got a lot more of it than I expected.
0: Yeah, you you had very you had very dim you had you had visions of getting pictures of black boxes that were you know, four hundred pages of just yeah the occasional word the
1: yeah kind of I expected a, a lot more redaction than there was.
0: I have not really looked at very... You're going to have to tell me a lot, Dan, because yours truly got in at right around midnight and then was a wide awake, so unpacked her stuff and did all the mail and admin until around three in the morning and then fitfully slept and then woke up really late and then kind of saw that the Mueller report had come in, but also got a bunch of other stuff and then was too confused. <laughs> and then every I kind of list a little bit and I got so kind of over... It just... Every, I was like, huh, this seems like a lot of information. So I was like, my buddy Dan will tell me.
1: Oh boy. And you're probably processing it well. Uh, So I, so, uh, well, yeah, I guess. Okay, good. Um, It is a lot of information. So I think it is worth stating right on the outset this thing is over 400 pages long, it is broken into two volumes. Uh, the first of which deals with uh, the Russian conspiracy question and the second volume of which deals with the obstruction of justice question. Each one of those volumes is over 200 pages long. Um, it came out two hours ago. So this is a summary of the report, not having read the whole report. let which is basically what everyone is doing right now, because th- this is a dense document. Um, do you want my main takeaway? Yes. Uh so the I would say my main takeaway is people's skepticism of Barr's four-page summary that came out a couple of weeks ago, uh, to which was met with, uh, you know, full full banner headlines of of. Mueller report exonerates Trump. Uh, people's skepticism of that is e- entirely correct. This is a document that even on a cursory read is amazingly damaging to Donald Trump. Like, remarkably so. Mm. Um, they don't Find conspiracy. So, like, we've talked about this before, but collusion was never a thing that was going to be found, right? Because collusion is not a agreed upon defined set of crimes. Um, and there's a part of the introduction to volume one, which is what the first part of, of the report is called. Um, that goes into defining why collusion um, or cooperation are not things that they can they can look into. All they can look into is conspiracy, um, and they they come to the conclusion that conspiracy they did not find enough conspiracy with which to move forward with the prosecution. And it seems like those boil down to three reasons. Uh-huh. The first is people lied to them. Uh-huh. The next is some people just didn't have the evidence to back up things anymore, which seems odd. There's a whole little bit about Steve Bannon and Eric Prince, I believe, that they were their 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 the way they told their stories to the special counsel conflicted, but neither of them had any text messages with which to document their discussion anymore so there's that uh and then the other reason that they didn't find conspiracy seems to boil down to a lot of these people are just too fucking stupid to know that they were doing things that were not legal these guys i know i know it seems surprising um dan
0: dan these aren't very bright guys and things just got out of
1: hand That is literally the the summary of the report. That is both sides. That is both volumes. (laughs) These are not bright guys is volume one. Things got out of hand is volume two. (laughs) Right? Like literally.
0: so So happy. Volume
1: one is they were too dumb to realize just how far into this shit they were. And volume two is and then they figured it out and they freaked the fuck out. Uh, um so we'll, we'll get to volume 2 in a second. Okay. Um but some fun bits from from volume 1. Hey, so Dan, first of all, can
0: I can I just say something right now?
1: Yes. Yes. Yes.
0: I want to say you're doing great. Okay. And, and that I really appreciate you um oh, the okay. energy that you're bringing this oh, morning boy. is well, I mean it, Dan. It's really positive. It's really life affirming, and um, I just am very thankful that just I get threw, to talk to you.
1: Just threw up a little bit into my mouth there.
0: That's fine. I mean, I I, I take you as you are, and uh, I just I'm I just appreciate I just appreciate you.
1: Well, okay, thanks. All right. Speaking Good, stick. I, I'm going to
0: return the speaking stick uh, to you.
1: Gross. Um.
0: California so, is amazing, Dan. It uh, just, you get to go. Um,
1: did you eat tacos? Oh, please tell me you ate tacos. Dan? Yeah. My,
0: my friend Robin said, do you want to go get the best tacos in LA? And I said, yes. And we went, I believe it was in Los Feliz. Maybe, no, it was somewhere in East LA. And it's just a small place. And all they have is a very small menu of tacos. And that's it. And then you just say you know carne or shrimp or whatever and then you get you can get also a little sampling of little ones
1: and oh just... was it i think you went to guisados didn't you i,
0: I did go to guisados
1: yeah <laughs> you did go I to did. guisados i sure did that's right <laughs> i
0: forgot the name but that is it and i had their <sighs> hibiscus drink and we sat yeah. outside and uh, i pet a dog who was really sweet and interested in the meat that we were, that Robin had some meat. He was less interested in what I had, but he would have, he would have yeah. tried it. And, um, Dan, it was delicious. The next night we ate at this place that was all fresh produce. So we had a big bowl of salad and cheese and tomato toasts and avocados. And we walked around Dan and there were just lemon and orange trees in people's yards and they would put out boxes that said free lemons And I took a lemon and I put it in my pocket because it was a free lemon and I brought it home with me. So now I have my free garbage lemon because, you know, you you share what you have, you know, just take what you need and you share the rest. You know what I mean? We could
1: just do we could just do a whole podcast about Guisados. They have an horchata that you can get with cold brew added to it.
0: I heard that that was good. It was just too late at night.
1: But they also have a breakfast taco that is eggs and cheese with little hot dogs in it. And it's called weenie it was
0: anyway, a, it was a beautiful thing Dan. You know, I walked around and you know, I heard Ellie, you can't walk. We walked everywhere. We walked oh, up yeah. down to dad Hills and uh, it was just, uh, and then I went up the coast in San Luis Obispo. And you now we saw, we went, we went on a boat. We went whale watching. We saw some,
1: Sea otters. Oh God, you went whale watching. Uh huh. That took a moment to sink in. Did yeah. you see whales?
0: No, it was too choppy oh. to go all the way out to the whales. So he took us closer in because they were definitely out there, but the waves were too high because it was also very windy.
1: Once so we saw uh,
0: sea otters and a pirate cove, uh, and uh we uh, uh, seals and you know, it was we saw lots of life.
1: Once we were in. Um, bodega bay california which is actually where they filmed the birds the alfred hitchcock film the birds and there is like a peninsula there that you can stand out on and at certain times of the year gray whales go swimming right by and it was magical
0: that's amazing
1: you know what else is magical maureen
0: right down the street from my friend's house is a is a giant beach one of the biggest beaches I've ever seen, and the day we went over there, Dan, we ran the, we took the dogs there because they like to run. That's where they run, and they were having a kite surfing competition. Oh my! That's what you just do. You, you just know, you just surf in the wind, and you run your dogs on the beach. And I'm sorry, Dan. I I gave you the speaking stick. Let me hand it back. Tell me about the report.
1: The investigation. This is a direct quote from the report. The investigation also identified numerous links between the Russian government and the Trump campaign. Although the investigation established that the Russian government perceived it would benefit from a Trump presidency and worked to secure that outcome and that the campaign expected it would benefit electorally from information stolen and released through Russian efforts. The investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government in its election interference activities. Mm. Which, that's sort of the money quote to me, Maureen. We have talked about this many times, right? Like, the entire campaign is basically run by people who work with the mob. Right. And you learn when you work with the mob that you don't know shit. <laughs> and that's what this is, right? This is saying both sides of this equation know that they will benefit from each other, but right. they don't actually talk about it. They don't They don't say how. They aren't directing each other on how to do it. Like, it's literally Dojo's email to the Russian that reaches out to him about Hillary shit. If it's Mm. what you say, I love it. Right. So that's cool. The interesting thing to me, like one of the things that is a a takeaway for this whole report to me is. This is this is another thing we have talked about many, many times on this podcast is the sense of, wait, didn't I already know this? Um, you know, that reports will come out and you will think, wait, didn't I already read this report? And what it will be is just a little a little slice more of that report. This thing is full of those because what it does is it backs up the fact that all of the, you know, all caps hoax and witch hunt and fake news and enemy of the state reporting that happened over the last two years was right. You know,
0: yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: section after section after section of this report is basically just backing up reporting that already came out. But that were that was attributed to sources, you know, sources close to the campaign or sources within the White House. This everyone's fucking name is attached. But it's all the same shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is kind of remarkable.
0: Okay. Yeah, Dan, one thing I learned when I was in California. Oh, boy. Is that sometimes you just got to, in this hurly burly world that we live in, you have to sit and nourish yourself. Have you nourished yourself today, Dan?
1: Uh, I have not. I ate at uh, no, 10 no. this morning.
0: No, Dan, not just to eat. Have you
1: nourished yourself? That's gross. Are you, mm-hmm. That seems private.
0: Well, I'm saying. Did you nourish yourself by reading the Mueller report?
1: I did not.
0: I like the part where he says I'm fucked.
1: Yes. Yeah, so that's, that, that. That's fun. That's my favorite that, so far. That, but I
0: have I've only seen a little bit, Dan.
1: So we will get to him saying he's fucked in a moment. Let me just give you a dojo moment. Oh, thank you. Because one of the things that we discussed when when the word came out that this report was done was, holy shit, you mean to tell me that they are not indicting Dojo? Like, mm-hmm. the guy that literally produced emails that showed that he agreed to and went to a meeting with Russians in Trump Tower.
0: Yeah, we, um, were, all, we were all pretty... Pretty pretty wowed by that.
1: Seemed like they had him dead to rights. So it turns out that they did not indict Dojo because they think he is too stupid.
0: I'd like you to really just expound upon that for a moment. <laughs>
1: The office did not obtain admissible evidence likely to meet the government's burden to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that these individuals acted, quote, willfully, i.e., with general knowledge of the illegality of their conduct.
0: I got this. You know, I know you're not a lawyer.
1: But this this is is a general
0: question. But you are a podcast lawyer, so... (laughs) Sure. um, Okay. Is it... Is it still... Does it stop being a crime? If you are too dumb to know you're criming, is it then not a crime?
1: Well, I mean, I think that there is a lot of question mark around a lot of these things of... Is the gray area... You write crime fiction... Right. I do. Yes, I do. There is there is stuff that's a crime. And then there's a stuff that you think you can get a conviction on. And those Mm -hmm. things don't necessarily line up. And in this case, it seems to be that they're basically saying Dojo did a bunch of shit. But because he seems so unable to understand that what he did was shitty. And because we aren't really clear on how useful any of this is, we don't think we can convict them. Like, that seems to be the basic takeaway here. Because uh, they also add, the second, the government would likely encounter difficulty in proving beyond a reasonable doubt that the value of the promised information exceeded the threshold for a criminal violation. Hmm. Yeah. Again. But what it what what it boils down to ultimately is that they were like dojos just real dumb.
0: This is this is interesting because I didn't know stupidity was a get out of jail free card literally.
1: Yeah, you know. Probably helps if you're rich and white. Mm. And the son of the yeah. sitting president of the United States.
0: Cuz I I feel like there are lots of maybe kids that aren't you know maybe don't know that much. That may be not white and did things and uh, would definitely get busted for it and sent to jail that are relatively minor. (laughs) Um, Yes, you're not wrong. And uh, they did not know maybe a little dim was would not be an excuse for them.
1: No, that's correct. Mm. But seems to be enough to not go after Dojo. He's just a little helpless baby. He's just real dumb. He's
0: just a little baby man. He doesn't know.
1: He doesn't know anything, which uh, checks hey, out. Check out. It does check out. But Dojo did, uh, did tweet out this morning. Told ya in all quotes. Mm. So he seems to agree, or in all caps, he seems to agree with the general assessment that he's too dumb to have done a crime.
0: He does that. Every time, yeah, he does it every time.
1: It's <laughs> and and therein lies the object lesson of Dojo. Okay, can we get into volume two, Maureen? I wish you would. Uh, well, and also, we will. I just, just want to say you're doing great. Oh boy,
0: and um, you know, Dan, when you talk, you <sighs> sort of remind me of a The sound of a crisp, crackling fire at night that brings warmth and illumination and is a very reassuring sound. Oh, my. I just want to say that to you. And now, having said that, I'm going to pass the speaking stick. California is a wonderful place, Dan. um... Did you
1: you get the quesadilla when you were at Guisados? No, I didn't. It is a remarkable food product.
0: I don't think they had that at the one I went to. The one no. I ha- went to it really had quite a short menu,
1: but all of it was delicious. Anyway, obstruction. The,
0: the, the tortillas, fresh.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're made right there while you're while they're waiting to make you the rest of your taco. They're waiting to make the tortilla. Oh, you can oh taste God. that so good.
0: finely yeah, ground so good. corn and the fr- I mean just.
1: I really love that place a lot. I, I uh, when back- I was in L.A. just a couple of weeks ago, I ate there four times. <laughs> twice in one day.
0: Okay. I also went to a vegan place that had some of the best vegan food. I think even you would have liked it because it was just like a general diner restaurant, but it was all vegan. Yeah. But it was delicious. Yeah. Like they had They had a... An ice cream, one of those big ice cream displays out front.
1: Oh yeah, I know what you're talking.
0: I know exactly the
1: place you're talking about.
0: It's called Sage. It's very yeah. good, and the ice cream was next level. Del- I mean, you would have you would have enjoyed it, Dan. It, everything was really real delicious.
1: Here's the thing about Los Angeles, Maureen. Mm-hmm. It's a real, real good place.
0: Dan, I became agitated that I did not. I I was suspicious at first. My, I have, my defenses were up, Dan. I didn't want to believe that people could just live in the (sighs) sunshine near the water and the mountains and just, you know, when I was there, I was just bombing around, seeing people. I was smiling. I was talking to strangers. Uh, the sun came down and I had a lot of great exchanges with people and, uh, it felt good and whole. And, um. Yeah, you can just live there. They let you do it. They just let you live there, (sighs) I absorbed a lot of sun and um, fresh uh, waters of the Pacific and um, mountain air. Yeah, I, I drove through some parks as I drove up the coast to pass strawberry fields. I picked oranges off a tree. Uh, yeah, so uh, why don't we go on to part two of this? Let's go on. You're doing great, Dan. Again, you're my crackling fire. You're my crackling fire.
1: Are you giving me the speaking stick back? You can,
0: yes, I am. Here you go.
1: Pass that over. So let's, let's remember back, Maureen, a couple of weeks ago when the bar letter came out. The bar letter, which was four pages long and summarizing this 400-page document, basically said that there are two parts to this document. The first part is around the idea of, of conspiracy with Russia. They find that there's no conspiracy. The second part is around obstruction of justice. And if you remember that letter, do you remember that letter? I do. Do you remember what they said regarding obstruction? They
0: said that the there was it it was inconclusive about obstruction,
1: and and yes. So what they say in that letter is Mueller decides to not come down on either side in terms of obstruction. He just lays out facts, Mm -hmm. and so in the letter they then go on to say, but. You know, me, Barr and Rod Rodstein, you know, we determine that, in fact, the president, there isn't enough information and the president did not obstruct justice. Right. Okay. Uh, He then goes on to quote a section of the um, of the report that says the report does not conclude that the president committed a crime. It also does not exonerate him. Right. That's like the only quote from this section. And people were like, well, that doesn't mean he didn't do it. Right. Right. Yes. So the actual fucking report, Maureen, this volume two opens with them outlining. How you would determine obstruction of justice. Right. Okay. And then about the. the reasoning that they determined not to not to call Trump on obstruction. Okay. So they they have four points that they make. The first is that there is established case law that you can't indict a sitting president. And the reason for that is that the president has to be able to govern but the act of trying to defend themselves and all of that would diminish the act of governing to the point that it seems like a bad idea. And they, like they quote a bunch of, of, of internal decisions on that that predate Trump, right? Then they go, second, just because we can't indict a president doesn't mean we can't investigate the president, and so we're going to investigate the president. And then they say, third, if we reach a conclusion, we won't bring it to trial because we can't indict a sitting president. And as a result, it's unfair to reach a conclusion because we, the only person that can make a decision, like a conclusion, is a judge. And if we're not going to bring this to trial, we can't make a conclusion, right? Right. Okay. Then, and I'm going to read this fourth point completely. Fourth, if we had confidence after a thorough investigation of the facts that the president clearly did not commit obstruction of justice, we would so state. Based on the facts and the applicable legal standards, however, we are unable to reach that judgment. Okay. The evidence we obtained about the president's actions and intent present difficult issues that present us from conclusively determining that no criminal conduct occurred. Accordingly, while this report does not conclude that the president committed a crime, it also does not exonerate him. Right. So, Maureen. Oh, okay. Go ahead.
0: Point one was... That I just want to sum, get a little nugget of summary of each. Yeah. The lug line for point one was. I'm I'm prompting you.
1: I'm poking you with this. We can't thing. indict a sitting president.
0: OK, that's right. Point one was we can't indict a, a sitting president. Point two was that.
1: It doesn't uh, mean we can't investigate. A it doesn't mean president. we
0: can't. Invent. Point three was that. We can't
1: actually publish a conclusion. Can't.
0: OK, point three was that we can't actually publish it
1: conclusion
0: because it would because it's non-prosecutable because there
1: wouldn't be a trial
0: and there wouldn't be a trial because we can't indict a sitting president
1: right but fourth if they did come to the conclusion that he did not obstruct justice they would say so
0: okay so they're saying he gets a free pass
1: They're saying that he obstructed justice
0: and that he gets a free pass.
1: Yes, but they are. So are you familiar with the term a warrant canary? There's not a big reason that you would. So comes from the concept of a canary in a coal mine, that if you're a coal miner and there's there's gas that you can't smell that will eventually kill you, you bring a canary down and it will kill the canary first. Right. And so then you leave. So it's a way of being able to see something invisible. Right, mm-hmm. um, when the Patriot Act passed, the government that it gave the government the ability to issue secret subpoenas to companies that were telecoms or other types of communication platforms. So, all tech companies, all phone companies, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the in specific to the act was that they could not say that they had received that warrant, right? Right. So they began to publish something that became known as a warrant canary. So on a website would be a statement saying that we have not been issued a subpoena under the Patriot Act. If that statement went away, then you knew that they had, and they were not in compliance to the law, or they they were not out of compliance to the law, um, because they never said they did. They just said that they didn't, and then it went away. This is a fucking warrant canary from Mueller, right? Right. If, if I found that he did not obstruct justice, I would tell you. (laughs) This is amazing. Yeah. I like Like, this term a lot. Yeah. This is like, it's remarkable. Like I read that and I literally gasped. Because it is not what Barr said it was at all, right? It's not, we don't know, it's a little bit this, it's a little bit that. It's like, if we knew he didn't do it, we would say he didn't do it. Right, wow. Yeah, and then there's just fucking 200 pages of Donald Trump being fucking batshit. (laughs) Just everything that you think happened. His lawyer, Don McGahn, quits because he's asking Don McGahn to literally, quote, to Rens Priebus, do some crazy shit.
0: (laughs) Dan, did you read this whole thing this morning?
1: I did not read the whole thing. Like I said, it is far too long. Um, I think we're going
0: to have to record again and do a bonus episode this week after we've both had a chance. (laughs)
1: Because again, this only
0: happened two hours ago. Two hours ago. Yeah. I have only read... About five paragraphs that I've seen screenshotted because, again, I don't know what time it is. And I woke up running like I woke up and there were emails that was said, like, you need to do this thing right now. So, uh, you know what? It was overwhelming, Dan, because I feel like so much built to this that when I kind of came out of my California stupor this morning and looked at my phone and I realized it was all there it was like it was like all the christmases rolled in like it was too much
1: yeah yeah it was like a so,
0: giant thing that i was like well, 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 what what do i do with it
1: so here's a little moment from it so within the within the the extensive obstruction situ- section there is a, a a vignette of jeff sessions going to tell the president that a special counsel has been appointed, right? So the day that Mueller was appointed to investigate. Oh, boy. Yeah.
0: Oh, boy. According to
1: notes, when Sessions told the president that a special counsel had been appointed, the president slumped back in his chair and said, Oh, my God, this is terrible. This is the end of my presidency. I'm fucked. (laughs) The president became angry and lambasted the attorney general for his decision to recuse from the investigation, stating, how could you let this happen, Jeff? The president said the position of attorney general was his most important appointment and that Sessions had let him down, contrasting him to Eric Holder and Robert Kennedy. Sessions recalled that the president said to him, quote, you were supposed to protect me or words to that effect. The president returned to the consequences of the appointment and said, quote, Everyone tells me if you, were get, if you get one of these independent councils, it ruins your presidency. It takes years and years, and I won't be able to do anything. This is the worst thing that ever happened to me. Your drills. Your drills felt that one.
0: I know. They really came out.
1: Well, wow. So, yeah, you know, he knows... There's a moment where he knows this is terrible. Yeah. This is the end of my presidency. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I l- Dan, listen to that drill.
0: It's singing.
1: <laughs> the most remarkable thing about the drilling in your apartment is that it has been going on forever. Yeah, it
0: never stops.
1: Like, what are they building in the it, apartment above you? This is below me.
0: So the one that was above me, the one that actually drove me out of the apartment for two yeah. full weeks was happened last May, and it, that was the one that was so terrible, I vacated the apartment three hours after they started. Yeah. Three hours. I got the dog, packed up. I said, I got to go. Oscar, I got to go. I'll see you later. <laughs> we were gone for two uh. weeks.
1: Oh, it was goodness.
0: so loud that I had to download a decibel meter to try to get a sense of how bad it was and it tipped over a hundred. You yeah. couldn't go into the back room without experiencing pain. They yeah. were jackhammering on that occasion.
1: Oh my. Oh now, my.
0: This, this one is below me. And they it's not I don't even notice anymore a lot of times, Dan. That's I am so bad. It is really sad. And one of the aspects of living in New York is that you just get used to things happening and after a while you just you just don't even care. You just don't oh, know sirens
1: California thing.
0: And drills. And in California, one thing that um there's a there's a real peace in the air. There's bird song, the sound of the ocean. Sometimes people just go down. They don't take anything with them, their phones or book or anything. They just take a chair and they say, you know what? I'm going to go listen to the ocean for an hour. I'm just going to go listen to the ocean for an hour, Dan. I'm just going to go listen to it. Okay. See what it has to say.
1: Are you done? It's beautiful.
0: Yeah. Speaking stick is yours. Dan, we got to read this whole thing.
1: The president asked Don McGann. This is his I- personal lawyer. I'm fucked. In the meeting, why he had told special counsel office investigators that the president had told him to have the special counsel removed, McGann responded that he had to and that his conversations with the president were not protected by attorney-client privilege. The president then asked... (laughs) Maureen, this is my favorite quote from the whole thing that I have found so far. The president then asked... What about these notes? Why do you take notes? Lawyers don't take notes. I never had a lawyer who took notes.
0: No, he didn't. He had no, Michael No, he, he did not. Didn't. You know why? You, see, you know why? Because yeah. hey, you don't take no, notes on a criminal a conspiracy fucking conspiracy. conspiracy. It was the wire all along.
1: It was the wire all, <laughs> all along. along. <laughs> McGann responded that he keeps notes because he's quote a real lawyer.
0: Oh shit!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Ah. Uh,
0: ah. Uh, 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 Dan. These aren't bright guys. No. And things just got to imagine that you had a lot. Dan, I just I'm putting my head against the pop screen because it's a bit much. Um, Imagine that you are Donald Trump. Now, I know that's unpleasant, but bear with me. Yeah. And you're I'll, I'll try. a real estate mogul. You've run for president. You, and you're, you, in fact, are president. But you've done a lot of things. Yeah. And you've had a lot of lawyers and you never had a lawyer who wrote anything down.
1: (laughs) Literally, you are stymied at the concept that a lawyer would write things down. Yeah. He's 70 something years old. Yeah. And he's like, what kind of lawyer takes notes? Because you don't write it down, Maureen. Right? You, you don't, don't know a,
0: shit. You don't know shit. You don't take notes on a fucking
1: criminal conspiracy. Do not. Stringer Bell you was know always a guy, right.
0: He was always right. You, uh, you know a guy. You need some concrete. <laughs> you need some steel. Yeah. Do you need some guys to do a thing? You don't write that shit down.
1: Yeah. I mean... So this is another aspect of this volume two is you realize that everyone's full time job was basically running cover for Trump fucking wilding out. Right. Like he throughout this whole thing, he's like fucking watching TV and yelling at people and telling them to fucking take care of it and all that shit. And then people will leave the room and be like, I didn't take care of it. Like I didn't. I was not going to do that. Like this is. It is remarkable. The level with which people just don't act on what he tells them to do. And that that is really the only reason that we are even looking at this document now.
0: I have relatives like that. Yeah. Oh, he thinks we're going to the casino. We're not going to the casino. Oh, yeah. I told him we were going to the ski, but he'll forget. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh so uh, I,
0: I did see I did see one thing, Dan, that I wanted to really and I apologize. I took this. this can I have permission to have the speaking stick?
1: You can have the speaking stick. Thank you.
0: I I, I appreciate you and I appreciate you saying that. And um, I just want to take a little extra moment to offer you some blessings. Oh,
1: my God. Just take the fucking stick. Thank
0: you. I saw a bit about Sarah, uh, Sarah Sanders. Yeah, and um, who uh, gets up there every day and actual green magma and poisonous gases come out of her mouth for however long she's up there, and yeah. they must have gotten her in. <laughs> said, "Hey, you said these things," and she said, "Yeah, I, I said those things," and they said, "Well, what about it?" And she said, "Well." Those things were not based on facts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, when when Trump fires Comey, um, Sanders tells the press that the White House has heard from, quote, countless FBI agents who had lost confidence in Comey. Um, The report then says, but the evidence evidence does not support these claims. Um, And so then they... They say no evidence suggests that the president heard otherwise, meaning heard that that people didn't like Comey before deciding to terminate him. And Sanders acknowledged to investigators that her comments were not founded on anything. (laughs) Like, this is the thing that I was saying about how it, it. This is a document of sworn testimony. That backs up everything that you fucking have been like, am I losing it that I'm seeing this and nobody's acknowledging it? You know, like now here it is. Like, yeah, Sarah Sanders stands up at the podium and lies. And there she is admitting under oath that that's what she does.
0: Her job is to get up there and say not just lie, but say things that are 100 percent bananas. Yeah. And just made up, but just not only just made up, made up five minutes ago by a guy who's eaten from a candy dish. Right. Has got a big long tie and he's raving and he's shoving candy and Diet Coke in his face saying, just everybody's saying this. She's like, all right. She gets out there and she says, whatever. Yeah. And every day she has to get out there, go in, get her daily bucketed drool and okay here's the drool i'm gonna go carry it and distribute the drool yep. and just just how um the the disease process is so advanced <laughs> and just what yeah. that does to your mind after a while
1: well i mean i think that's you look at all of this stuff in volume two and you and you think about the amount of water that all these people are carrying. And like, yeah, it's, it is, it is a remarkable, remarkable document, Maureen. Like, it is, like, just, you recognize, first of all, I feel like there is an aspect to it that is almost disorienting in mm-hmm. how much it lines up with the reality that a person has clung to in the hopes that it really was real. Mm. And it's like, it's almost disorienting because of the amount of gaslighting that has happened over the course of the last two years. You know, the Mm. amount of a report coming out that you're like, well that sounds pretty much like what I would think would be happening and then the amount of backpedaling on nope, that didn't happen, it's fake news, blah blah blah. And suddenly you're you're sitting here looking at it all and it's just like, oh, right. This is this is this is it. This is real. Right? Like it, it, it like the first time I started looking through it, it was just sort of a like, am I am I looking at a real like what am I look, even looking at here? Like Um, So there's that. And then there's also the fact that throughout all of volume two, you realize just how much this report has consumed him, you know, how much energy he has expanded, expended, trying to undermine it, trying to get people fired, trying to get. Jeff Sessions to unrecuse himself so that things can, you know, be fired. Trying to get his lawyers to fire things, trying to get people to scuttle stuff, trying to fuck with people that are, um, that are giving testimony. Like so much time. And you realize, like, all of his no collusioning, all of the witch hunt, all of that shit isn't because he knew he was clean. It was because he knew he was dirty, just not totally sure how dirty. (laughs) Like
0: on the plane home, I apologize. Speaking stick.
1: You can have it.
0: Oh, thank you, Dan. I appreciate that. And you, um, and your aura and on the plane home, I watched the movie Vice. I don't know if you've seen it. No. I mean, it's a movie in that it, it's a very stylized. It's a, I, I like it. Oh, this I is like the
1: Dick Cheney movie.
0: The Dick Cheney movie, yeah.
1: I would rather stick electrical prods into mm-hmm. my eyeballs than sure, ever watch that. that movie.
0: It's more entertaining. It's tough. Like, you don't feel good. But the way they tell the story is very interesting. Uh, and can I just ask:
1: Does mm-hmm. you, did your plane not have anything good? Mm. Like, did did they not have a Marvel movie? Was there not a animated classic you could have chosen?
0: Sure, I hear you. Um, I also wanted to see the performances,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which they're very good. Like Sam Rockwell as, as W is. Um, I find Sam Rockwell. I love him, and he's very funny. And him doing W is is very satisfying. It's very funny because <laughs> they and the way they structure the movie is is pretty fascinating. Um, it's not a straight up. This is what happened. It has a lot of. Uh, they use a lot of really creative ways to tell the story. Yeah, it's it's it's. It, it, I'm. I don't want to kind of. They use a lot. They kind of throw it. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting Down. I'm trying to tell you it's interesting. But the, one of the big takeaways you'll get from watching it, and if, you're, if you remember those times at all, is what it was like to have a, a smart evil guy. You know, Cheney was clearly a guy, and we would knew it at the time because of the stuff that he did and things like, remember how we had a man size safe? That was a thing in his office. Or he shot a guy in the face and that God, guy apologized God, to him and a man size safe. It just explains to you how he consolidated power, how he persuaded uh, George W. Bush to, because George W. Bush was dumb and he was, he kind of went in and said, Hey, what if we did this thing, but I did everything. And W is like, that sounds great. And they do that scene in a very, very amusing way. And um, then they explain to how he accumulates more and more power and uh, gets away with it, (laughs) just gets away with it, gets a new heart. But it's not as dark as it because they because it is it's a dark comedy and they use a lot of very uh, funny storytelling uh, tricks to make it all palatable. But you do remember and they do trump stuff at the end the one of the final shots is that they oh dan they do a whole thing with focus groups they explain how they got focus groups to change the terminology of stuff the so, incredibles 2
1: was not mm-hmm. available on your plane
0: but the end they do a focus group about the movie itself <laughs> And about how it's written, it's like, this is written by liberals, and there's a Trump guy, and and, and he's like, but you would say that. And then the Trump guy jumps up and starts beating the shit out of the liberal guy.
1: They didn't have solo mm, a Star Wars story on your plane.
0: they didn't have a solo a Star Wars story. That was, they had a lot of other things, though.
1: Good God.
0: Mm. So I watched Vice
1: on the plane. a nightmare.
0: I really do like Sam Rockwell quite yeah, a lot. It's fine. He's, he's, a, like, he's in other stuff. I mean,
1: he's amazing as Rocket Raccoon.
0: Also, uh, really good in a movie called Mr. Right, which is a comedy about a hitman. It's very funny. Okay. There you yeah. go. So, yeah, it's what I watched on the plane. And and that's about that's that's not a case of these aren't bright guys and things just got out of hand. That's a case of that's a bright guy who who figured out how to do all crimes.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're doing all the crimes here. They just are really hoping that they're on Mm. this side of that, of the crime line.
0: Yeah. Like that. They are also not. I I feel like this is a great uh, thing to know is that if you are dumb and white, uh, you can do crimes.
1: I mean, that's been true for a very long time.
0: I didn't know the dumb part. I didn't know. I knew the white part, but I didn't know that also just being dumb was like just a. Oh, you're dumb? Oh, we didn't know you we were dumb. Yeah. Oh, oh well, if you're dumb, you don't you know you don't get in trouble. Like it... for example, those those college those people with the college scam, they're going to jail. That's which true. Which is nice.
1: That's true. That's are they though or are encouraging... they just paying fines?
0: I think some of them are gonna do time. Like I thought Felicity Huffman was gonna
1: do time. I mean but... the th- the thing that was Remarkable to me in reading volume two is you really do get a sense that they had no fucking idea if this was going to break their way even a little bit mm. like you do realize that the victory lap that they took a couple of weeks ago was heartfelt, if nothing else, like that. Right. They were like, oh, shit. Wait, we got to we did. Okay, like that, they spend 200 pages freaking out.
0: <laughs> That's the part I want to read the most, but I'll read the first part first.
1: The first part is is very... So the thing about the first part, and again, like this is not to discount the first part. Because... And again, we haven't read it. Well, I've read parts of it. So the, the thing parts? the thing about the first part... Is that it is a full, actually released by the government, not leaked report through the press, not anything else, full full report on the fact that Russia fucked with the election. Like, there is no ability for anyone to hide behind... The idea that that was a hoax or that that didn't happen or as fucking Donald Trump has said, he has asked Vladimir Putin and Putin said they didn't do it like this is a extraordinarily level of detail explaining that they did it and how they did it and why they did it. Um, that is something that is new today. We all operated under the assumption that that was the case, but. It is, it is officially acknowledged to be the case.
0: Right. Now, what do you? I guess one of our big uh, questions, and and again, we have to do a bonus because you and we got to read this. What happens now?
1: I mean, that's the real question, right? And that's. <sighs> Uh, That is the part to me that is deeply disheartening. You know, that the whole purpose of this weird rollout with Barr's four pages two weeks ago, even with Barr's very strange press conference that he held today, Mm -hmm. um, which he did before the report was out, so that he could again sort of characterize the report without having anything to compare it against. Mm -hmm. The whole point of that was to make it so that the accepted top line is there was no collusion and they did not find obstruction. And now that we actually have it, we realize that both of those things have asterisks attached to it and the obstruction isn't even a fucking asterisk the obstruction is this was mischaracterized um and yet now to report on the report as it is actually written is to be splitting hairs
0: right I don't know, Dan. I mean, we were surprised that, you know, we got it and that there... Okay, things you didn't think were real. That there was going to be a report. Yeah. You thought things that you didn't think were going to happen, that it would be this... That we would get this much of it. So, ergo, Dan, a third thing you didn't think might happen might happen.
1: Sure. I mean, anything could happen. I'm just Um, saying, This is clearly... Volume two, especially, is clearly intended to be used for further investigation by Congress and or impeachment by the House. You know, mm-hmm. it's clearly laid out in that way. And the their reasoning for not, you know, again, the warrant canary that is sitting there in number four of their reason that they did not put forward a decision is there to be noticed. Um. So could could this work? Sure, as you say, like anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Um I just am it you're, will you're... Re- it will require people to be brave that have not yet proven themselves to be brave in any way shape or form and as of 3 hours from release have yet to emerge as being brave.
0: Okay counterpoint on the three hours just, just it's 400 pages sure so you know i would imagine give give them give a day to read the fucking thing and then to figure out what because you don't want to say partially part of something and then go oh wait look at this part right also um just also dan sometimes you know you have to like I said, Dan, sometimes in, in California, what we do is, um, we go out and, um, we greet our fellow humans and, uh, we walk on the beach and, um, we look each other in the eye a lot. We just look right in the eyes. Dan, you ever just look somebody in the eyes and get that kind of magical connection and, uh. Dan, I came back feeling more complete. Uh, I felt tacos. Li- I felt lighter. That wasn't the tacos. And, um, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Dan, well, I, I, I really recommend you and me. We're going to go, uh, I'll go to Costa Rica. I feel like that's where I'm going to take you first. And, um. You're gonna see that there is another way, Dan. There is another way. We can all work together to save the Earth and to increase peace, uh, to end racism and inequity, um, and make tacos together.
1: I'm into that part.
0: I thought I thought that might interest
1: you. I mean, I'm into all of it, but
0: all the tacos, Dan. We'll start. Should we? Let's start with tacos.
1: I'm always down to start with tacos. You know what though, Maureen? Says who is made possible by you. Not I mean, I guess yes, you, Maureen, too, but I meant you. The person I'm speaking into.
0: What was your favorite taco?
1: Ah, uh, oh, from Wisatos. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a a um chicken mole taco that is amazing.
0: I think my friend, I think Robin got one of those. Although she got one that sort of looked like a pulled.
1: It was it's some like, kind of pulled, it's meat like a and pulled red sauce chicken in mm-hmm. like a black, very very dark 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 brown. Oh, that mole. that
0: would be the mole. But she got yeah. another one that was like a red kind of.
1: Yeah, I think I that one I think is the pork. That one is also um, very very good.
0: But they had mushroom and, I just, none of oh, them are the... bad.
1: That and is also, the thing; they are all amazing.
0: I also went to this little tiny, fresh like produce place, I mean, this little tiny place, and I bought a whole bunch of avocados, and I brought back with me avocados, oranges I picked off a tree, and a lemon I found on the street. Oh man but you I really don't have like to Los
1: Angeles a lot.
0: you don't have to go all the way to California and fill your suitcase with avocados and oranges and lemons. Uh, you can have food. That comes right to you and anyway. do tacos at home with a blue apron who will says send who you
1: is a made mushroom. It'll by you through It'll your support a Patreon at patreon.com slash says who come in a
0: giant box
1: for $5 really? a month. You will have access to bonus content,
0: eight feet in, of bubble wrap around it,
1: including Maureen's threatened. We will fully read the report and report back.
0: Well, we have to. or well, we'll at least read more of it. Wow. And in my
1: case, some of it. I was going to say, who's this we? It, um, Dan, I just got home. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sayswho.com or no, patreon.com slash who. <laughs> Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. We love Darth. You Darth. can contact us at says who Podcast on Twitter you can email at hey that is h e y at says who dot You can join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard.
0: And I want to shout out our Main Street Moguls.
1: Yeah, uh, shout them.
0: Well, I I need to get back on the Main Street Mogul train and give them uh giant giant commercials. Uh, but um, Dustin Alexander and Colin. Uh, please praise them, and uh, and thanks to all of you because you really are. You we are a town. We live together, and I feel like I've scouted out a few places where via might be built. Yep. I mean, California is not a bad place.
1: It's, it's not. To, Real estate to, is not inexpensive.
0: No, but but when we all live together, you know, and imagine Dan oh, that God. in the evening. The labor of making a bunch of homemade uh, tacos is, we you know, you got some masa flour, you got a t- tortilla press. It's not that bad. You press them. Someone else has got the griddle going. Throw all those nice hot tortillas on the griddle. We're all cooking together outside. You're working the barbecue. We got the veggies and we're all making our own delicious fresh tacos and tostadas.
1: I'm there. I'm there. Yeah. Dan, can you picture this? I can picture it. You know what else I can picture? I can picture us live at Pod X in Nashville, Tennessee, May 31st through June 2nd.
0: You're going to eat there, aren't you?
1: I Oh, I am going to eat there. You can get your tickets at podx.com slash says who. There's a place called the Loveless Motel uh, outside of Nashville that I don't know that I will be able to get to because it's like 30 minutes outside of town. But oh, they have wonderful fried chicken there. Anyway, hey, guess what, Maureen? Guess what, Maureen? Guess what, Maureen? I have an appearance date to tell. What? What? I know. I know. If you are in Chicago on May 16th, come to the book launch of Arte Agora, an amazing book about street art in Chicago. I will be there. I wrote the foreword to the book, and I will be there uh, doing a little bit of reading and being there along with the author uh, who is also named Dan, Dan X. O'Neill. Uh, the event is going to be at the Living Room 2423 West North Avenue in Chicago. For more info, you can go to ArteAgora.com. That is A-R-T-E-A-G-O-R-A.com. Are you going to be anywhere? Uh, no. Oh, that makes me I, happy. You have been gonna... on the move for months.
0: I know. I'm going to be in my house finishing a book.
1: That is great.
0: That's it. I am. I'm. This is the lock-in period. You're locked Um, in. The final, the final part of where I where I really finish it is. um, I go into my office and I don't come out. And I say to Oscar, just slide food under the door, just as flat food as possible, just uh, sliced cheese, very flat beverages, uh, and just pour a glass of water under the floor, and I'll lap it up on this side. It's fine. I just uh, I'll be in here. Thanks. Don't you don't check on me. Even if I die, my skeleton will continue typing. So perfect. That's where I will be in my house and no one will see me.
1: That means we will be out on time next week. That is next Wednesday, April 24th, for our next episode. And while you're waiting, spread the word, subscribe, and leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I'm excited, Dan, because I'm starting.
0: Another twelve weeks of physical therapy. I'm gonna get all my arm strength because I Dan, four years of my arms being all fucked up. Yeah, and and just really getting them back. And now I'm re- I I am excited. It's it's to get my shoulder moving again. But I'm gonna get my arms back, Dan. I am gonna co- I'm gonna be stronger than I was before. Hell yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna come back stronger, Dan. Strong like ooh, like yeah. Did you see uh, uh Captain Marvel? Yeah. And the end where she goes like all whoop. That's going to yep. be me. That's yep. going to be you. That's going to be me. That's
1: good. Yeah. That's good. That's exciting. Dan. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. From my basement <laughs> in Chicago. I'm Dan Sinker.
0: And we'll probably see you again soon, especially if you are a um, a uh, at our $5 level. Uh, I, I imagine you will hear from us again very shortly.
1: <laughs> Indeed. Indeed.
0: We love you. And we respect you. And oh um, we, I feel a very, even if we've never met in person, that doesn't mm-hmm. matter. We are, we are really and truly together with you. We always have been. We love oh you. And um, it's just, we feel a great kinship with you. And we are all <sighs> in this together. And uh, we just, Love and appreciate you. And we want to put out and send out our blessings. Can and, you just uh, sign out? I have some magic rocks I got and uh, some just crystals. To uh, gonna, gonna get some of my crystals out here. And I got this one is for love and protection. <laughs> I to went to a it. store, Dan, where they were selling crystals inside of these special kind of containers. They were about a hundred bucks a piece, but they hmm. would bring you very positive energy. And you, you could do a whole bunch of crystal. Crystal healing. Uh, and um they would also help you with visions. I so say
1: from my closet in New York, I'm more you know Johnson. like That's Stevie Nick says, expected.
0: i I keep my visions to myself, but she does in fact have crystal visions right. It's right there in so our notes. um blessings, Namaste. and um well, gosh, I mean, there's so much I can say about you as a person, and okay. uh, and I just want to thank you, Dan.
1: Okay. And he, yeah. You could thank me by signing out.
0: Okay. Well, thank you.
1: No. No. Say that from my...
0: Say from my heart. From my heart and my soul.
1: From my closet in New York, I'm Maureen yeah. Johnson.
0: But that's the thing, Dan. We're all... We, oh. we are... The illusion we that we're in closets. Oh, the illusion that we're we're trapped. It, it's it's just that it's an it's illusion. Then
1: where you record, Maureen. And
0: when we open up the door into the wider world, it's oh, um God, it's such a freeing experience. And um Dan, I'm do you ever exhausted. just take a no. good look at your own beard for a while and Don't. imagine that it was a forest? Like what? This what has cre-
1: been says who.
0: I'm Maureen Johnson. While I'm in a closet in New York, my my heart and soul are everywhere with you guys, and it's very much with you, Dan. very much with you, very much with you.
1: Oh I love God.
0: you. and um, this is
1: terrible. Yeah. This is the end of my presidency. I'm, I'm fu- fucked.